It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills. Sports Fan 970 WATH. Connor Mills the Mike alongside Joe Medor coming to you live on this 24th day of February 2020. About 49 degrees, mostly cloudy outside. It's been a cloudy day. I think rain's kind of scheduled in the forecast there, Joey. But uh, we're presented by JK Contracting. It's a good day to be an Athens Bulldog as they're still alive in the tournament. Uh, sad to see the Alexander Spartans fall to Adina last time out. Uh, but we still have. You know, three area teams still going strong in the OHSAA tournament. Uh, so best of luck to them with Athens, Trimble, and uh, Federal Hawking. Uh, so they'll be Trimble and Federal Hawking playing this Wednesday. Athens coming up on Saturday. We'll have all the action for you uh, over on the power station, Power 105, on Wednesday, starting around 6, 6 o'clock. I think that tip-off uh, for either Trimble or uh, Fed Hawk. I forget which one is first, but... Either one. I mean, we'll be going all the way through. Brad and I will be out there along with Troy Bolin. Then on Saturday, I'll bring you the call on Saturday over on Power 105. That's where the Bulldogs will be. Uh, but a big weekend in sports. Uh, Athens, you know, defeating uh, New Lex uh, to win the sectional title. Uh, both uh, Ohio basketball teams are in action as well uh, with Bobcats uh, falling both in men's and women's Heartbreaker basketball. Heartbreaker in the men's. Heartbreaker against a very good team. Like, this is a better team than it was last year. You know, I mean, uh, Jeff Bowles has this, this crew ready to go, especially late in the season. I think they could be dangerous in the Mid-American Conference tournament, but they got to get there. Uh, they're still the eighth seed. But where I want to start right now, high school basketball. Joey, you were out uh, seeing that new Lex game. Sure was. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it out, but, of course, I was listening to Brad on the radio calling that game. Uh, that had to be a fun one to see Athens, you know, winning their, their second uh, sectional title in a row. Yeah, uh, you know, the game just kind of went how I thought. Athens didn't play the most perfect basketball game. It's at least several turnovers. Uh, it seemed like early on new Lex was uh, applying pressure defensively, and Athens wasn't really taken too well to it. A lot of, uh, you know, kind of errant passes leading to quick transition plays for New Lex. But Athens played fast, as they normally do. And, you know, they got up and down the floor. And they were just a bigger, faster, stronger team. And they came out on top, 61-50. Uh, to 50. Good win for them. And the crazy thing is, I mean, Connor, we have a realistic, they have a realistic chance of going to the district final now. Uh, this, this bracket has been insane. The one seed is lost. The two, the three, the four, all gone. It's 5-8, Waverly versus Warren on one side, and then you have Athens and Logan Elm, the six and the seven. Yeah, it's crazy how this whole thing has turned out. Uh, again, it's uh, Warren at the top, who Athens defeated Warren. They defeated Handily. the Warren Warriors. Handily. Uh, well, it was a close game up until the fourth quarter. Yeah, they pulled away in the fourth. But, I mean, that could be a, a, a big game. And then Waverly, the five seed, but it's Warren, the eight seed, at the top half of the bracket. It's eight versus five, five being Waverly, and then Logan Elm, seven, and Athens, six. I mean, this is it's been unbelievable what's been happening in Division Two so far. But uh, it, the, it's good for the Bulldogs. Right. Though. The crazy thing is, I get, like when we looked at the bracket comes out, right? You're like, okay, they got Marietta. That's gonna be a tough enough game to open to open up the, to open up the tournament because you lost to them in the regular season and they're without Isaiah Butcher in that playoff game. And then so you look ahead, you're like, man, well Sheridan's gonna beat New Lex. They have to beat Sheridan. Like that that will possibly happen. Sheridan loses. Then you're like, okay, well, even if they do get lucky and get through the sectional final, get to the comp, you're going to have to play Jackson. 
Jackson right. beat Athens by 30. Jackson loses. I mean, it's 57 crazy. to 38. It wasn't They got close. dominated. Yeah. yeah I, I can't believe it. 57 to 38. Jackson is a good basketball team. They were a very a phenomenal good. basketball they team. They had the most wins in season history. Right. In, in, in their history. Yeah. You know, they had the most wins this year. 19 wins going into the tournament. And then, you know, in the tournament, they picked up a win over uh, uh, McLean. They beat McLean and then lost. So they had 20 wins this season. Yeah. Uh, it, it was unbelievable. It was a shocking text that I received from you because you were following this closely. <laughs> yeah, I saw it on Twitter. I was yeah. like, I had a double take. I saw Because, like, they posted Athens takes on Logan Elm next. I was like, there's no way. <laughs> there's absolutely no way. That's right. And I checked in. I was like, oh, my goodness. They lost. Yeah. yeah. I, that was an all, They were a phenomenal phenomenal team and they went to i mean it's a cliche saying but when you get down to the playoffs or tournament whatever you want to call it you have one bad night and you're done and that's i mean it's been real evident in this bracket well this is my immediate reaction right when i saw that text and this is what i text you well geez if logan elm did that to jackson i mean what's going to happen with with uh, athens and logan elm but you know as you said you can't predict it because no. this has been an unpredictable postseason Absolutely. you have no idea you know, all right, Jackson's out the door, but who's to say that Athens couldn't have defeated Jackson? Sure. You know, anything can happen in this district semifinal. Right. I, I, the funny thing is, I mean, match up the three teams, Athens already beat Warren. Uh, you look at Athens at Waverly Common opponents, and you know, it's, they both won and lost against the same exact teams. And Logan Elm, I mean, we don't get to see Logan Elm too often because they play in a different conference. They're a little further up north, uh, closer to Columbus. But, I mean, Athens saw this team last year. And uh, they beat him 43-40 to 40 to win the sectional final. So uh, there's going to be some bad blood there. I'm sure Logan Elm's going to be looking for uh, some revenge. But uh, it, it, it's going to be exciting. I mean, I would say Athens has to be one of the favorites to, to go out and win this district at this point. Yeah, I mean, well, they're the, the second highest seed remaining. Not that seeds this year really matter. matter. <laughs> uh, but it's 6-7 and seven with Athens and Logan Elm. And then again, 5-8 and eight with uh, five being Waverly and eight uh, being Warren. And Athens already has beaten Warren, who's beat the number one seed, Fairfield Union. Right. Beat him uh, in overtime, 46-43. War- uh, and Fairfield Union is another really good basketball team this year. Right. And it's just crazy to think, and I know we've said it before, but with Athens losing five starting seniors, it was a, a big question on how they were going to perform this year. But Mickey Kozark got his guys ready. A lot of people have stepped up. And it, it's been a fun season to watch. And this season, I saw Andrew Stevens in the Convocation Center. There was no power. I was, <laughs> I was ready to call it a uh, Ohio and Buffalo wrestling match on ESPN Plus this past Sunday. And there was no power. We couldn't do it. I'm well aware how my dorm was <laughs> yeah, out well, of power. I mean, the dorm was out of power. But uh, with wrestling, you know, they wrestled without power. They right. didn't need it. They went with the old-fashioned flip card. You know, they had zero up on the scoreboard, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, almost like Wrigley Field, you know, you replace the zero and you put a one up there, yeah. and then you replace a two. Uh, but th- that's how they kind of scored the match, and they held their phones up, and they had the timers. But anyway, I saw Andrew Stevens there, and, you know, I, I joked around with him and said, hey, great game last time out, um, and, and it's not over yet. And he was confident. You know, it's, we've still got a lot of season left to and go. why wouldn't you be? Right. You know, it's... It's been a fun season for these Bulldogs to go out there and succeed you know, all season long. Uh, take a look at the other brackets. We did have one area team, as I mentioned before, uh, go down uh, with Alexander losing to Adina by a score of 53-41. Alexander had a tremendous season, winning the TVC Ohio for the first time since 2006. Right. Uh, so it, while it is sad, 
Uh, Alexander still was able to go out there and have a really successful year anytime you come away with some kind of accolade. And an accolade for you, you haven't gotten in a while uh, that still qualifies as a great season for them. I just think the toughest thing about it is you're just going to always think of what could have been. Because let's be honest, well, as soon as Kearns got that season-ending injury, they weren't the same team. Right. I mean, they were rolling through the conference before Kearns got hurt. And, uh, I mean, they lost that game to Athens where Kearns got hurt in the fourth quarter. And uh, just something about it just seemed to take the air out of the team a little bit. I mean, they were riding high, undefeated in the conference before they lost to Athens. And, uh, you know, they were still able to earn themselves a share of the title. They took a, a loss to Megs. They had a less than impressive performance against River Valley, I believe it was. And then it looked like maybe they were starting to figure themselves out. They beat a, a good VC team by 20 to wrap up the regular season. But it, they, it's just they weren't able to muster up enough offense without Kearns in the lineup. I mean, the, if you're able to shut down Terry and DiAugustino, you bet you had the formula to stopping Alexander. And uh, it seemed like Adina was able to do that quite well. And Adina's a really good team uh, as well. You know, that's not an, easy, uh, not an easy draw by any stretch of the imagination for Alexander. But, you know, it was a really good season, as you mentioned. First, first title since 2006. First team to yep. win the title since Athens joined, besides Athens or VC. So that's a good achievement for them. And, you know, they're going to lo- they're losing a few seniors this year, so it's going to be interesting to see uh, how they build this thing back up next year. Of course, D'Augustino, only a freshman. So, you know, you got three more years of him. So that will be exciting to watch. Right. I mean, you still have well, the, the majority of the Bulldog lineup is all seniors again. you got four of them. Right. You know, not counting. I mean, Matters is a junior, and you have uh, Braden Whiting. Braden Whiting still with, with another year left. But that still leaves, uh, you know, Nate Trainer, who came out this season. Trainer, you know, focused on baseball last year, but he, he joined for basketball this year. Uh, but Trainer's graduating. Steven's graduating. Uh, Butcher is out. Um, you know, who am I missing here? Uh, Reese Wallace yep. uh, graduating. Cornwell. You know, the, again, Athens is losing a lot. We'll see how they will re-rack. I mean, the uh, crazy thing is about it is we said that this past year, too. And, right. yeah, I think people picked them to finish fourth in the conference, probably behind VC, Megs, and Alexander, and look what happened. So, you know, Mickey Kozart seems to be pretty good at building these teams up and uh, having success. But, uh, I mean, they don't have to worry about next year yet because they got a couple big, well, one big game coming up and potentially two to keep this thing going here. Exactly. Well, let's take a look at the Division Three right now. Uh, again, Alexander lost to Adina 53-41, so the 10 seed Adina advances, and they will face uh, Zane Trace. Uh, the two seed, and then on the bottom half of the bracket inside the Convocation Center, Winchester Eastern, the three seed against Ironton, and Ironton upset the six seed, Oak Hill, uh, 42-28. Uh, the game's coming up on Wednesday uh, with our area teams with Trimble, the three seed, and Eastern, the 14 seed. That will be at 615, so a 6 o'clock pregame over on Power 105 uh, on Wednesday. Actually, no, Trimble's going to be on 970. Mm-hmm. So Trimble will be on 970 with the Ohio Coaches Show on 105. So we'll have the Trimble Tomcats here on 970 WATH and then over on 105 uh, for the following game with uh, Federal Hawking since that game is at 8 o'clock. Over on 105, we'll have Fed Hawk and Waterford, uh, four seed against a 20 seed, starting around 8 or uh, 745 again on 105. It'll be Trimble 970, Fed Hawk 105, and then Athens over on Power 105 coming up on Saturday. It's a short show today as we've got the Columbus Blue Jackets coming up at 6.30 against the Iowa Senators. Blue Jackets on an eight-game skid. We'll take a look at college basketball when we return. You're listening to the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. 
From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. See yourself with season tickets to 2020 Bobcat football. 10-5, 6 for the Cats. Ohio's won three straight bowl games, and the six-game home schedule includes Marshall and Buffalo. Season tickets are on sale now with packs for as low as 35 bucks a seat. Can only make it to the Saturday home games? No problem. We've got you covered with the brand-new Saturdays at Peden Plan. Call 800-575-2287 or log on to ohiobobcats.com. See yourself with season tickets to 2020 Ohio football. Hi, it's DJ Bardicus here, and have you ever wanted to have fun and get paid for it? Have you dreamt of being a famous DJ just like me? Well, then Power 105 and Classic Hits 970 might be the right place for you. We are currently looking for board operators and disc jockeys. We have part-time flexible hours available with chance for advancement. For more information or to submit your resume and a voice clip, contact Nick Palmer, General Manager at 740-205-8612 or email npalmer at wxtq.com. Ohio Health presents the ninth annual Ohio Health Race for a Reason on April 25th, the largest multi-charity fundraising event in Southeast Ohio. Last year, over $55,000 was raised for 53 different charities and nonprofits. Let us help your organization reach its fundraising goals by visiting OhioRaceForReason.com for more information and to register your reason. Let's make a positive impact on our community together. The Ohio Health Race for a Reason. What's your reason? This is the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. Sportsman on 970 WATH. Connor Mills alongside Joe Manure got you up until 6.30. Ten more minutes until the Columbus Blue Jackets come your way. Pre-game again, 6.30. And puck drops, I believe, around 7 o'clock. It's Blue Jackets 30, 19, and 14 against the Iowa Senators, or Ottawa Senators, uh, 21, 30, and 11. Blue Jackets on an eight-game skid, so hopefully uh, Blue Jackets will get off of that skid. But, Joe, I don't know if you saw but. The uh, I think it was a team in North Carolina. The the uh, so or maybe it was up in Canada. Who knows? But there was there was a 42 year old goalie that pulled the Zamboni driver uh, off the Zamboni and put him right in goal. Yeah, yeah, I did see something like that. Uh, uh, that I, I I heard something about it. Um, I don't really. Re- it was uh, who did it? I all right. Uh, let me look this up real quick because it was an interesting story. That this guy is 42 years old. You know, had like a surgery or some kind of medical thing earlier on in his life, and that he's been practicing with both the teams that are out on the court. Um, but let's see, uh, the 42-year-old Zamboni driver, um, Dave Aris, uh, made his NHL debut for. He summer. played Ottawa for Ottawa. Yeah, I think, Ottawa. Because they've yeah, been yeah, trading yeah. a bunch of guys away, and they're kind of you know tanking right now. So. Right. I mean, that was crazy, though. I mean, only in hockey will you ever see somebody... You don't see in baseball, you know, the bullpen catcher get put behind the plate. Or you don't see, you know, in in football, the equipment manager gets told, hey, uh, go on to the offensive line. (laughs) You know, only in hockey. But it was a great story 
uh, to see over the weekend. But I wish it was a great story with the Bobcats because Ohio, uh, both teams lost this weekend. Uh, men's basketball lost to Bowling Green just by a point. And then uh, women's team lost to Akron uh, this weekend as well. Uh, close score, one score game. I think it was lost by three uh, to the Zips. But it was a you know, a tough weekend. But and it's great to see from the Bobcats men's team because they only lost to one, by one point to a pretty dominant uh, Bowling Green team. Yeah, I mean, I don't think uh, Coach Bowles is going in looking for a moral victory, but right, no coach really is. I guess you can look at I, this. What 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 sucks the most about it is they took a 15 point lead in the halftime. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, that was on the back of some very hot shooting from behind the arc. I think they were shooting above 50% in the first half, which is just absurd. And, you know, you're not going to keep that up through two halves of basketball. But you you, you kind of knew Bowling Green was going to make a run, and if it was just if Ohio was going to be able to do just enough to hold them off. Well, I mean, what killed them was at the end, score was 61-60, Ben Rodericks at the line. And he misses the front end of a one-on-one with 20 seconds left. And then, you know, you have one of the best players in the conference – uh, Justin Turner come down and he just completely crossed up Ben Vanderplas. I mean, it was, uh, I don't know. I don't know if that was the, uh, the best matchup at the time, but he got an open look, hit the jumper with like second left Ohio, threw up a half court prayer and lost. Uh, it, it's a tough loss, but, and I think, I think what makes it tougher is these guys, Ohio's been battling with these teams all year. They lost by two yeah. to Akron as well. You know, they, they don't get blown out by anybody. They're just, they're not at the point where they're, you know, finishing these games at the end. And that's usually something you see with young teams. They usually have trouble closing out games against good teams. Uh, but what I think it did show is coming down this last stretch of tough games, they got Buffalo at home tomorrow, Kent State, Akron, and Miami. I think they could pull out at least two of those games. Well, with Buffalo, it's going to be a close game, but I think Ohio might have enough to, to take the win here. Ohio's right now. They lost now, by three at Buffalo yeah, earlier this third, year. 13 and 14, 5 and 9 in the Mid American Conference for the Bobcats and for the Bulls, 18 and 9, 9 and 5. But again, first time around, it was a three point loss for Ohio. Uh, Buffalo, and if you can stick with Bowling Green this late in the season, if you're right there, and Bowling Green had their best player, Dylan Fry, come back. He, Fry had to leave the team for personal reasons. He came back, and then uh, Ohio was still in that game. So Bowling Green was at full strength against a full-strength Bobcat team, and they only lost by one. It's much com- more competitive season, and I think they can take that competitive spirit and take it really really to Buffalo. And it comes in a win, you know, hopefully, uh, but if it doesn't, you know, Ohio is still much more competitive, and it's been a fun season to watch for them, as well as they'll have a, uh, right now they're currently the eighth seed. If they hang on, a couple things has to happen. One of those things, Bobcats need to win a couple games down the stretch, uh, but if they get that, you know, top with uh, eight, seven, uh, six, or five, they'll host a game against uh, the bottom half of the conference. So I think it'd be nice for Ohio to play home and then head up to Cleveland if they're able to win at home. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's it, it, they got a tough a couple more tough games coming up. I mean, I think they can win at Buffalo. I think they can beat Buffalo at home. I should say. Uh, I think they can hang in there with Kent State at home. At home, they've been a pretty solid team, if we, if we look at it. Going to Akron's going to be tough, but you just won in the Bowling Green and almost won. Mm-hmm. So, it's just, it's just, they, they they just can't finish, seems to be this, the, the theme with this team this year. They get really close down the stretch where you need one or two good possessions, and they just come up short. And, yeah, it, it, it was tough to watch Bowling Green. It, it looked like Roderick was going to step. If Roderick just hits one of those free throws, you have a better chance of winning that game. 
and to miss the front end of the one-on-one, that, it hurt bad. And you just kind of had a feeling that Turner was going to come down and hit a big shot once Roderick missed that free throw. You just kind of felt the momentum changing. And that's what happened. It was a tough loss, but uh, you're absolutely right. They've been way fun, more fun to watch this year than last year for sure. And it, again, I go back to the word. It's been competitive. You know, you want to be in these competitive games and have the crowd behind you. The convocation center has been electric. You know, this season, it's been fun to be inside the convo, especially with all, I mean, they're trying to renovate the place. they got the new hardwood house, um, but the atmosphere has been better this year. The play has been better, and it's resulted in more wins this year. You know, they are one game under 500, but there's been less blowouts. Uh, there's been more, you know, close games. And, of course, you know, it's been great to watch Jason Preston play because the sophomore is third in the nation in total assists. And he's third in assists per game. You know, whenever you have a, a player like Preston make as big of a jump that he did from year one to year two, you know, you'll come to the convo to, to root for that guy because, you know, he is one of the best. You come for talent, and he is talented. Yeah, and to wrap it up here, another Ohio team got a big victory this weekend. Ohio State knocked off Maryland at home yesterday, 79-72, to and it got him jump up two spots in the rankings. Ohio State now ranked 23. But this was a probably one of the best games Ohio State's played all year. I mean, they, they started out hot from three, shot 40% from three in the ballgame. Luther Muhammad played out of his mind, 22 points, five rebounds. And what really hurt Maryland is uh, their top two players, Jalen Smith and uh, Antoni- or, uh, Anthony Cowan, combined mm-hmm. for 18 points. And, you know, it's... It, Maryland is one of those teams where they're very top-heavy, and when their superstars don't play well, uh, they, they tend the results don't tend to be there. I tell you what, Connor, I don't know if you saw this game, but uh, Anthony Cowan got a technical foul late in the game for, quote-unquote, attempting to kick Caleb Wesson, and uh, right. it, it, it changed the momentum of the game, really, because it got Cowan his fifth foul on a technical, and he got ejected from the game where he was not trying to kick Caleb Wesson. He was frustrated with a foul. And he was yelling at the ref, and he, in frustration, kind of right. made a move. You could argue that maybe he just shouldn't argue the foul call in the first place. But, the, I mean, the, the, he got tackled on a layup. He's a competitive kid. He wanted the end one. Maryland was trying to surge a comeback at that point in the game. And it fell short, but uh, it, it just kind of sucked that the refs kind of had a big part in disqualifying him from the game. And that, that, that kind of took the air out of Maryland's uh, momentum that they had going there at the end. Well, how high you said, uh, what, what put Ohio, where's Ohio State right now in the rankings? 23rd. 20, 23rd. And where was Maryland at that time? Seven. Seven. So 23rd, seven seed, uh, well, not seed, but ranking. So it, this Big Ten just seems to be wide open. Stacked. It's a stacked Big Ten. That's yeah. what it is. I mean, it's either, you know, I, I know Rutgers had a nice home stretch until uh, Michigan came in and, and knocked him off at home. Has Maryland lost at home yet? They Is have that, not. No. But they do play Michigan State on Saturday, and college, uh, college game day will be there. So that will be another interesting matchup. It was a great game the first two times those teams played. Uh, but, yeah, watching the Big Ten coming down the stretch is going to be insane, especially when we get to the Big Ten tournament. It's going to be going to be crazy to watch. There's, like, literally eight teams that could realistically come out on top. Yeah, it's crazy how good the Big Ten is. it will be mayhem in the Mid-American Conference come postseason time. And that is... Our time here on the Sports Fan, presented by JK Contracting. Big thanks to Joe Medor. As we'll come back at you tomorrow, we're at the Sports Fan 6 to 7 every day, weekdays. This is Connor Mills signing off. Thanks for listening in. See you tomorrow. Columbus Blue Jackets coming your way right at the bottom of the hour at 6 30.